Remember where we stopped last time? We were on the fifth one, don't we? We were on the fifth one. Well, we did the third one. We didn't do the fourth one, but it's mostly the same. Uh huh. So we go to fifth tree. this uh, class uh, primarily to learn Pali uh, and secondarily we want to learn Dhamma. Uh, so instead of having two separate classes, uh, I thought of combining both together in one, two in one. So let me uh, read Pali, and I go word uh, by word uh, uh, translation, so that everybody can, if they like to take notes, they can do so. Otherwise, just uh, listen. And learning uh, Pali words is also very wonderful way of learning Dhamma. So you may, if you have the papers in front of you, you will see uh, this stanza. Uh, beginning is almost the same. One time. Uh, a deity came to the Buddha. I just want to remind you once again that deities don't come to the Buddha all the time. Uh, when there are lay people, they don't come. They come when all the lay people leave. Monastic and lay people all leave in the middle of the night. That is why in every sutta you will see Abhikkantarati, Abhikkantavanna, Kevalakappan, Jetavanna, Mohamasutta, and so forth. That in, in the uh, middle, of, middle of the night, entire Jeta, enlightening, lighting up the entire Jeta's growth, a deity comes to see the Buddha in the middle of the night. So this deity came to the Buddha again and uh, Asked questions. He asked him, 
खाते छिंदे खाते जाए खाते चुतरी भावे खाते संगाते गो भिक्कु ओघ चिन्नो ते उच्चति This is number five. Okay. The numbers are mixed up. Khati means how many? King means what? Khati means how many? Chinde cut off. Kati chuttari bhāve, kati cha uttari bhāve, kati chuttari bhāve. Again kati means how many? Uttari further, kati bhāve uh, develop. How many? One develops. Khati Sangha Tiko Bhikkhu. Bhavaya means develop. The word bhavana comes from the same root. Bhav, root, root actually is bhu. Uh, bhu also, of course, is used for to be in English. Uh, Bhavaya means if cultivated. Khati Sangati go. Sangati is uh, uh, ties. How many ties? Sangati go. Sangati is ties. Go means go. That means how many ties one should pass. One should pass. Bhikkhu, Bhikkhu. Ogatin Noti Vichati is called one who crossed the flood. Og is flood. Tinna means cross. Tinno is uh, past participle. Uh, here used as uh, noun. Ogatinno, one who has crossed over. Ogatinno is used as one who has crossed over the flood. Oga means flood. <coughs> this is very uh, direct question. So Buddha, Bhagava, next line, Bhagava, Pancha chinde pancha jahe. Pancha means five. Pancha, penta, pentagon. <laughs> five corners. Pancha corner in Pali. Five 
Chind, Chind means cut off. Five cut off. Pancha Chind, Pancha Jahe. Five abandons. Jahati is the present sentence, present tense. Jahe, if destroyed. Pancha Uttari Bhave, Pancha again five, Uttari further, Bhave develop. Pancha Sangati Go Bhikkhu, a Bhikkhu who has crossed over five, Ogati Noti Uchati is called cross, crosser of the flood. Now, Buddha answer the riddle questions but we don't know what those five are. We have to understand what five to cut off, what five to abandon, what uh, further five to be developed and uh, what are the five ties and what are the five ogres. Ah, that is our problem now. Now, let me take this five, 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 five times five, five times four. First five cut off. What are the five to cut off? There are what we call fetters. Fetters. When we say fetters, some people who don't hear me well, they think of fetters. That is not fetters, this is fetters. Fetters mean uh, that that which obstructs our spiritual progress. Not, they are very dangerous. <laughs> Why dangerous? These fetters, there are, there are another five called hindrances. They are called nivarana. Nivarana. Nivarana means obstructions, obstacles. Fetters are much deeper than hindrances. Hindrances you can move remove the barrier for a while and walk. But fetters, no way. You cannot simply move and move, go forward. You go to destroy them. Hindrances are also five. What are the five hindrances? Greed, hatred, sleepiness and drowsiness, restlessness and worry, and doubt. We can temporarily remove them away. How will temporarily remove them away? By attaining jhanas, gaining concentration. When we gain concentration, these uh, hindrances, of course we have to move them out of our way temporarily. During the time we meditate, only that time hindrances will move away. 
but that is not a guarantee that they don't come back again. They will come back again. Why they come back again? Because these guys are underneath. Who are they? What are they? Fetters. So long as fetters are under, in our deeply rooted subconscious mind, hindrances sprout from those fetters. Understand? So long as fetters are there, hindrances temporarily can become weak, but they can come back again and block our way. It is just like uh, you dust the place, clean the place by sweeping. Next day you find dust again. You sweep again. Again dust will come back. Then what you would do? You take buckets of water, wash the place, mop it. Even that is not guaranteed. They are tomorrow dust will come. If outside dust doesn't come, at least our bodily hair, dead hair, dead skin, the dry clothes, tiny little pieces of clothes. You know, in my room, most of the dust are in this color. Why is that? Because of my robe, my bed sheet, they are all in this color. My room is collected dust of this color. If you don't have any and simply wear your, have your dark hair, room will, will have dark color. Why? <laughs> little tiny, little invisible pieces separate from our body. It happens. And you can see that in the corners which we never clean. So, then what we should do? <coughs> we remove it, dig it, pour concrete, and that dust will never come back again. Similarly, when you uh, practice meditation, your hindrances will subside, five hindrances for a short period, and then when you come out of jhani or concentration meditation, they come back. And therefore, you go to go into the root. Roots are these fetters. Once the fetters are come, you cannot simply temporarily remove fetters. You go to destroy them from the very root. They are like bamboo. Bamboo. Somebody planted bamboo plant behind my window. When he was planting, I said, don't plant bamboo yet. It will grow and difficult to remove. He did not listen. He planted it. Sure enough, it grew very quickly and my window, I could not see anything through my window. My view was completely blocked. So I said, this is what I told you. See what happened now? So he felt guilty, came back and dug the ground, 
and remove bamboo. Two months later, they came back again. So again he dug it and removed roots, and then three months later came back again. He got a bulldozer, and bulldozed the whole place. After five months, came back again. Then there was a lady, very strong, powerful lady. One morning, soon after breakfast, she took digging bar, uh, you know, this uh, hole. Spud. Spud bar. Spud. Eh? Spud bar. What? Spud. Spud. Whatever she took, all these <laughs> <laughs> instruments, and went on digging, digging. Whole day she dug. And then found this long piece somewhere underneath. Once she removed it, it never grew again. That is how fetters are. <laughs> what do you call hindrances are? Hindrances grow all the time. So once you remove the root, roots are fetters. Hindrances will never grow again. Now, five fetters. One must cut off five. There are ten fetters. They are divided into two. Each group having five. So, first five are called lower fetters. They are, they are heavy, you know, down to earth and stay, hug the ground. They don't move away. Therefore, they are called lower fetters, heavy fetters. They are very powerful. They draw <laughs> to the gravity goes down. They are called, they are wonderful, very, very powerful. They are called Sakkayadikti, <laughs> Vichikicca, Silabhata Paramasa, Kamaraga Vyapadi in Pali. Sakkayadikti. Friends, this is called view of, per, sorry, personality view. Sometimes it is translated into English as personality view. Sat means is in Sanskrit. Sat is used for truth as well as is. Sat, Chit, Ananda. They are Sat is truth. But, the, but in the place Satya, Satya, Sat is uh, yeah, Sat is truth, Sat Asat. In that place Sat means is, verb. <coughs> so the, the when we analyze the word, Sat Kaya Ditti. Kaya means body. Ditti means view. That means believing that there is something in the body. What is that something? Permanent, eternal, unchanging, immutable self. That is, not was or will be, 
but is. Is as long as we are, it is. So there is a belief that there is something in us permanently lodged somewhere in our personality. That is a very, very strong fetter. Second, uh, doubt, doubt about the Buddha, Dhamma, Sangha, dependent origination. People can have doubts. Now, doubt is not, not something very bad because uh, you, when you have doubt, there are two kinds of doubts. One is wholesome doubt, other is very, very unwholesome doubt. What is a wholesome doubt? Wholesome doubt is the doubt to ask questions to learn something. Buddha encouraged that. That is how when we have doubt we must ask questions, then we can learn. And if you have another doubt, you ask questions, you can learn more. If you have doubt more about what you have heard, ask more questions, then you can learn more. That is a wholesome doubt. That is how we practice investigation of Dhamma factor of enlightenment. Enlightenment factor of investigation, we have to investigate the Dhamma. To investigate Dhamma, we have to learn Sutta, we have to remember Dhatta, then we have to repeat verbally vachasa parishita, then think manasa anupekhana, and five, dithya suppatividdha. These five words, five steps we have to follow in order to have something in our mind. What are the five? Listen. Arato Ghosa, listen, hear. Second, remember. But hearing or reading and hearing this one, this ear and letting it go through the other ear, nothing will stay. Here, Sutta, Dhata is, is keeping in mind, remember. Then, vachasa parichita, repeat verbally. That's why when we repeat something, when we see something, we can remember to some extent. When we recite it, you will hear your own word, your own sound, and then it stay, stays in the mind a little longer. Sutta, tata, vachasa parichita, then manasanupekkana, having heard, memorized, repeating, each time we repeat, mentally we must think, what is this? What is this? Not just parroting, memorizing. Ask question, what am I reciting? 
What does this mean? Investigate. <coughs> then Ditti Dittya Supati Vidya. Ditti means view, not wrong view. With the right view, penetrate. Supati Vidya means penetrate. This penetrate the meaning. Not just mere accepting and gullibly swallowing. We should not be gullibles. You know, gullible is a very good Pali word. Not too many people think about it. They think something Greek word or Latin word. I think it is Pali word. Why? Gali means swallowing. Gali means swallowing. Bali also, baliso. Pali word is gali baliso. Baliso means bait. Swallowing the bait. <laughs> Once you swallow the bait, your cup would finish. <coughs> it stays there. So you, the one who put the hook <laughs> will pull out and cook you and eat. <coughs> if you are gullible. They do anything with you. Therefore, he should not be gullible. Not gullible so. Think, penetrate, and see. What this may what does this mean? Why it is so why it is set in such and such a way and so forth. Okay. Uh, Doubt and uh, believing in uh, attaining liberation by following rules and rituals, rules and obligations. That is called uh, sila vata paramasa. Sila means unwholesome habit, vata means observances, paramasa means clinging. There are two Pali words. Sammasana and Paramasana. Sammasana means reflection. Paramasana means clinging. Clinging to needless rules and rituals. Now three factors. What are the three? Believing permanent self, doubt, I said two kinds of doubt. I mentioned only one doubt. The second doubt is skeptical doubt. The skeptical doubt, you know, skeptics in philosophy, you learn skeptics, you can never satisfy them. Why? They ask a question, you give a very good answer. They are not interested in your answer, they think of next question. <laughs> so answer that question. Then they again don't listen to the answer. Think of another question. Never finish their answering, asking questions. That is dangerous. That is a fetter. Other doubt is wholesome doubt. So, now three. Two. The third is Believing in the attainment of liberation by following rules and rituals. Three. Four, 
greed. This is called kama rag, clinging to sensual pleasures. Then vyapada anger. These are five fetters. Until we remove these five completely from our mind, hindrances can arise. So, Buddha answering his question, he said, uh, one must cut off five, what are the five? Five hindrances, abandon five, five, I'm sorry, five fetters, lower fetters, abandon five, <coughs> abandon the remaining five fetters. They are called Uddhambhagya Samyojana. That is higher fetters, higher in this hierarchy in the sense that uh, they are subtle. First is gross fetters, others are subtle fetters. What are the subtle fetters? Greed for existence in form, with form. It's called Rūparāga. Second is Arūparāga. Greed in existence in immaterial, invisible way. Arūparāga. Then māna. Māna means conceit. Man also is a very good party word. Man, as I mentioned the last, mentioned it last time. Man means measures. I use this cup to measure water. Or something. And therefore this is called man. The measuring uh, device. Whatever we use, food ruler or whatever, yardstick or whatever, mana. So, we are mana. That is, if I compare me with you, my height is this, your height is this. When we stand like this, we are like this. I am like this, you are like this. I compare. My color is this, your color is that. My eyes are this, your eyes are that. So we compare ourselves with others. That is called mana. There are various degrees of mana. I just mentioned this general meaning. Then Rupraga, Arupraga, mana, Uddhaja. Uddhaja means restlessness. Uh, our not ordinary restlessness. But a spiritual restlessness. A spiritual restlessness means we see some attainment, someone attains, and we become agitated because we cannot attain that, and we blame ourselves, and we don't make progress by stay there without making too much progress. That's not jealousy? Eh? Is that not jealousy? Jealousy is uh, another thing, it is not considered to be a fetter. Uh, this is restlessness. Hmm. Restlessness and worries are uh, 
go together, uddhacha kukkucha, that is uh, one of the hindrances, a pair of hindrances clustered together as one, grouped together as one. But uh, worry is much uh, subtler than that. Uh, jealousy is uh, of uh, sort of very lower type of uh, defilement. Mm. This is very refined defilement. Uh, it arises only in those who have made some progress, spiritual progress, and then they could not go f- very quickly because up to that stage they have only attained very high level. They are they are delaying a little bit. For this during this short period they also become very impatient. <coughs> so they have to learn. That is why they have to balance the uh, spiritual faculties in order to uh, overcome this uh, restlessness. Then the last is uh, 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 avijja, ignorance. Ignorance is the last to destroy because it is so powerful it can camouflage in many, many, many different forms and uh, make our progress slow and we keep lingering in samsara. And therefore we have to overcome all others before we destroy hindrance. These are the five higher fetters, uh, abandoned five. <coughs> then, and pancha sangatigo, one must uh, overcome, surmount five ties. What are the five ties? Uh, they are actually Uh, not very totally different things. Uh, one is lust, second is hatred, third is conceit, fourth is delusion, fifth is again wrong views. Now, however, this may be the only place where we find the, these five defilements together, but uh, nowhere else in sutras can we find these five as uh, one group uh, in Anguttara Nikaya everything is grouped but even there we cannot find these five only in this place we can see them anyway <coughs> these uh, five should be overcome and uh, then crossover and is crossed, is, uh, is, is called uh, Sangatigo Bhikkhu, Sangatigo Uchati, Ogatinoti Uchati. Og means flood. There are uh, four kinds of floods. Ka, uh, flood in Pali is called Og. Ogha, also uh, Kamoga, 
భవోగ దిగ్గోగ అవిద్యోగ దీస్ ఆర్ ద ఫోర్ ఇన్ అదర్ ప్లేసెస్ వీ హ్యావ్ ఫైవ్ అదర్ డిఫైల్మెంట్స్ లోవర్ ఫెటర్స్ హైయర్ ఫెటర్స్ అండ్ ఫైవ్ మస్ట్ బి డెవలప్ దట్ ఐ ఫోకట్ ఫైవ్ మస్ట్ బి డెవలప్ వాట్ ఆర్ ద ఫైవ్ టు డెవలప్ five spiritual faculties very good five spiritual faculties what are the five spiritual faculties saddha virya sati samadhi panya saddha virya sati samadhi panya what is saddha faith 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 now when we talk about faith <coughs> we also must must remember buddha gives different meaning to faith uh is very big subject faith uh because most religions in the world based on faith and buddhism is not based on faith and yet we have to have faith what kind of faith is that there are various degrees of faith faith aakaravati sadha then some people call uh, achara sadha aakaravati sadha means uh, the bili at the very beginning of all practice every spiritual practice any spiritual practice there must be a faith therefore buddha called faith is a seed saddha bija saddha bija we have to have a faith to start with anything we have to have faith that kind of faith is called aakaravati saddha just uh, ordinary sadha but it is not a spiritual faculty to make it a spiritual faculty we have to have wisdom we have to have those five steps that i mentioned suta dara data uh వచసానుపెక్కన మన వచస పరిషిత మనసానుపెక్కన దిత్తి దిత్య సుప్పటి విద్ద దట్ ఈస్ హియరింగ్ రిమెంబరింగ్ రిపీటింగ్ వర్బలీ రిఫ్లెక్టింగ్ అండ్ దెన్ పెనిట్రేటింగ్ పెనిట్రేటింగ్ వెన్ యూ పెనిట్రేట్ you will see the truth and then there is true sadha true faith that is called <coughs> in ratana sutta we recite even this morning avichcha prasad avichcha prasad has been translated into english by many people as unshakable faith avichcha does not mean unshakable avichya means having seen having under endowed with knowledge avichya prasad 
Avicca Prasadena Samannagato Hoti means faith endowed with knowledge. You know what you believe. You know it, what you believe. When one day Buddha answered by Sariputta among many monks, Sariputta, I don't remember exact words, but in Sanguttanika you can find it, Sariputta, do you believe that the uh, practicing of uh, the factors of enlightenment, seven factors of enlightenment can lead to liberation? Do you believe? <coughs> That's the summary of the question. I mean, the, the what you call abbreviated version of the question. <coughs> it's a lo- very long discourse. <coughs> when the Bansaraputta said, no when the person. You know, when you ask a question, Sariputta is the Buddha's very favorable disciple. Among, in front of all these monks, when the Buddha asked Sariputta, do you believe that seven factors of enlightenment lead to liberation? Then Buddha, when the Sariputta said, no when the person. I practice it. Now I know it. Now I know it. Therefore, through my understanding, through my attainment, I realized it. And so he has faith. That means when we have realized, understood something without any doubt in our mind, then real sadha arises, real faith arises. It is just like, we you know, any little child know two by two or two into two is four. You can count, you can do anything, it will never become three or five. But they can sadha be gradual? Eh? Can it be gradual or is it like happens all... Gradual. It is gradual. It is gradual. It doesn't happen very quickly. I mean all of a sudden spontaneously. Some people having heard the qualities of the Buddha, qualities of the Dhamma, qualities of the Sangha and reflecting on their own uh, for a long period of time begin to see the depth of these qualities. Uh, one thing, in, we recite every day a passage. <coughs> the reciting these passages, as I mentioned, is very important if take, because every time we recite, we must reflect. <coughs> the qualities of the Buddha. When we take even one quality of the Buddha, and see the meaning very clearly, that meaning will never be otherwise. Say, for instance, <coughs> Buddha is teacher of uh, 
teacher of gods and humans. Teacher. And he is tamer of tamable. Tamer of tamable. He never tried to tame untamable. Because he knew that is futile, fruitless, meaningless. He said, if you want to throw seeds to grow, you don't throw it on a rock. Uh, you throw it in a place where the seed can grow. So, uh, he said, I train the trainable. I don't try to break my neck by trying to train the untamable. That is true. Socrates gave up on students who don't listen to him. If he found one student, he would spend one whole day, two days, three days, a week, to teach him them. Because he knows that he is tameable. Buddha is very, very, very much like that. What he said is true always. He said everything is impermanent. It is true then, it is true now, it will be true in future. <coughs> never said, never become otherwise. And therefore, when we take every word of his uh, teaching and reflect, we can see the depth of the meaning and then arouse our faith. And then we have achala sadha, unshakable faith. Avicca prasad means sadha that, arise, uh, that arises from our understanding. So Vendabhara Sariputta replying to the Buddha's question said, Vendabhara said, I realized it and therefore my faith is unshakable. There is a mountain, you at the bottom of the mountain, you standing at the foot of the mountain, you keep thinking, having faith and this and that, but you never experience what you see when you go to the top of the mountain. Similarly, when you uh, penetrate Ditya Supatividdha with your insight, understanding, you penetrate the truth, then you will have a that is first faculty. Faculty. What does the faculty do? It has a special function. Every faculty, I is a faculty, A is a faculty and so on. These are ordinary faculties. Spiritual faculties have their own spiritual uh, function. Sadha establish ourselves on the path, then virya, another anchoring, reinforcing faculty, virya. Virya means energy. Once we saw that seeing energizes our mind to go further, <coughs> that is why Sometimes when we uh, uh, see something, uh, little light at the end of the tunnel, 
You see, we become more and more enthusiastic. We want to, you know, push forward. <coughs> so that is energy. But what is the? What does the energy do? Energy will prevent unnecessary, unwholesome mental states. Make effort. Energy will overcome already arisen unwholesome mental states. Energy will arouse unarisen wholesome mental states. Energy will maintain, sustain, support, develop already arisen wholesome mental states. That's what energy does. This is the spiritual energy, not physical energy. Some people talk about uh, uh, sexual energy and this energy and that energy. They have nothing to do with this energy. <laughs> this is a spiritual energy, energy that leads us to liberation from suffering. That is energy factor. And the third is uh, uh, sati, mindfulness. Sati means sabbatagamini. It pervades everything, mindfulness. Everything we do on the spiritual path without mindfulness, don't try to make any practice without mindfulness. It should always be ever ready. And only then, when we develop that, we reach the goal, sati. <coughs> there are many things we talk about, we say about sati. <coughs> Sadda, virya sati, samadhi. Samadhi is concentration. If you have uh, attention deficiency, for instance, how can you learn? Very poor, very difficult. We have to have a good attention. Good good attention comes from good concentration. Even for ordinary things, we need good concentration. Much more powerfully, we need it in spiritual practice to penetrate because it is not something physical. Something that you, the truth that we are going to, we are going to realize, uh, cannot be found in a, a chemical chemistry lab experiment, in chemistry, physics, biology, and so forth. All these external objects. We are dealing with something very, very difficult. Dealing with our mind. Dealing with the mind, and therefore. <coughs> Concentration is absolutely necessary to penetrate the truth. That's the fourth faculty, uh, sati, samadhi. And the fifth, what is the fifth? Panya. Wisdom. What else can you, what can you achieve without wisdom? <laughs> Nothing. So, what is wisdom? Udaya Bhayana. <coughs> Everywhere Buddha explained the word wisdom, Udaya Bhayana. Udaya Bhayana means knowledge or vision 
of rising and falling. Rising and falling. Why it is so important? Because everything is rising and falling. <laughs> if everything is rising and falling, if we don't have that in our mind, how can we see the reality, the truth? And therefore, that is the fifth faculty. Uh, so we have to <coughs> uh, develop these five faculties. Then, uh, surmounted five ties, I mentioned five ties, and then five, uh, four floods. What are the four floods to cross over? <coughs> or cross, go across? Kamoga, Bhavoga, Dittoga, Avidoga. Again, Kamoga, the flood of uh, attachment to sensual pleasures, that is such a powerful flood through eyes, ears, nose, tongue, body, and mind. All through these six senses, we are always bombarded with things to arouse our greed everywhere. So we are almost inundated with all this ogre, flood. Bhavoga, Bhavoga means uh, becoming, becoming. We want to become in this life, we want to become this, we want to become that, and then after death we want to become such and such, such and such, such and such. So it is happening here now in this life and it will happen here after, after death. Then, Dikthoga uh, Dikthi means there are many kind of views, uh, mostly wrong views. Uh, the word Dikthi as Oga is used to mean always something unwholesome, not wholesome. But the word in general, in general means views. It can divide it into two, divide into two, wholesome and unwholesome. Skillful views and unskillful views. Unskillful views are always harmful. Skillful views are always beneficial. But other skillful views, samadhiti. Unwholesome view is called Mitcha, Ditti, wrong view and right view. Wrong view, we also have enormous amount of wrong views. That is another flood. And the last flood is even more dangerous. That is Avijjoga, Avijja, ignorance, Oga. Now these are the four Ogas, four uh, floods, that we have to cross. What does all this mean? This simply means these are the things we have to do in order to liberate ourselves from samsaric suffering. If we want to liberate ourselves from suffering, my dear friends, nothing else we should do. This is all. This is all. Not all of a sudden at once, but 
little by little, little by little, little by little, every day we try to practice these things, to practice these things, we go to remember them, repeat them, and then penetrate their meaning. I think, friends, this is enough for today's uh, Dhamma Pali combined class. Okay, I have a question. So in this case, you know, when Buddha replies to the deity, it just doesn't go into any detail. So I would think they would they understand that. Ah, that's a very good question.